Everybody, welcome back. Appreciate that. This is 25 Whistles presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app. Use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. Uh, Jordan Davis is back with us. I haven't seen him in a few weeks. Where you been, buddy? Man, I've been in your home state, Arkansas. Doing, uh, doing what? Just chasing, chasing the elusive mallard duck. You've been hunting for a couple days or what? A uh, few days. I think I've got like 10 days in. We did like four or five days of like some... Uh, some content stuff with this new waiter company called Shin. I work with a bunch of great guys. Shin, Shin, like like a Shin on your body. Yep, but spelt C H E N E. Chennai. Oh, fancy! Chine. It's fancy. Chennai. French? <laughs> is it French? Yeah, it's French. So sure. you've been you've been gone. So you did four or five days of content stuff. Did you still hunt in that content, or was yeah, it mostly? Yeah, there's a couple, but a couple days where we were able to hunt, but most of it was just kind of uh, showing off. All the products they got, which are great stuff. And so then you spent the other days hunting. How long have you been gone? Oh, gosh. I got over there on the 28th of... Wait, isn't today like... Last year? The 10th or 11th of... Wait, last year? Yeah, do some Oh, wait, that's year. right. Yeah, Decent January. Year, baby. <laughs> so a couple weeks? Yeah, we, were over, we, did, in, we did New Year's over there and then... Who's we? Did your wife go? My wife came for kids? three days at the hunting camp, which is like, that's, that's a big huge. deal. Does she care that you're gone that long? Uh, I mean, I would yes. think, yeah, yes. I would, you should ask her. Of course she does. Yes. <laughs> because when I you say, said that, I, I, my wife would care that I was, and, and we yeah. don't have kids. Yeah. It was, uh, she was pretty frustrated. We did, we did two days where we met in Memphis. We stayed at the Peabody. The kids saw the ducks. ducks so yeah. we tried to like, try to ease it up as much as possible. But yeah, I mean, I've been, I was away from my house for longer than I should have been. Well, with Eddie, you know, I'm supposed to play in the Pebble Beach Pro-Am in a couple weeks, Ayo. which was a pretty cool invite to get. They're yeah, like, really they're awesome. Like, they're like, come out, play all the practice rounds all week. Uh, then the tournament's four days. You make the cut. It's all four, if you miss, but it's on TV. They're like, bring your own caddy. And I called Eddie. I said, hey, do you want to come be my caddy at Pebble Beach? And I know that that's like six or seven days. Yeah. And Eddie's got four kids. And I knew he wouldn't get to say yes because it's six or seven days and four kids. I knew that, but Eddie being my best friend, I was like, you should come and do this, but I know you probably can't, but if you can, let's go. And so I keep waiting and I I just keep waiting for the no. And then I get a text. Is it still on the table? Well, I get a text from him going, "Mm, it's not a no, but she's going to let me know. (laughs) Thinking it would never. She said she was thinking. Yeah. Thinking it would never be a yes. And then how did that finally end? And then I didn't even ask for an update. And then she came in. I was doing something in my office, and she comes in. She's like, "Hey, I, so about Pebble Beach, I've got a, I've got, I've got a plan. You can go, just you can be gone the weekdays. You cannot be gone Saturday and Sunday because I need you on Saturdays and Sundays." Which, well, hold on. But Saturday and Sunday, those are the, the final two days, right? What if I make what, the cut? Well, that's, that's why I told her. I was like, Bobby's probably not going to make the cut. So I think we're good. Out of our group, though, Bobby probably would make the cut out of all of us. <laughs> but what, what if I do make the cut? Yeah, she said, we'll, we'll risk. We'll take that risk. Well, okay. So if I do make the risk, cut, she's fine. She's fine. So she's betting against me. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> What's the odds here? Can I get out of this section? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Eddie's, Eddie gets to come. That's awesome. Couldn't believe it. Dude, that's going to be really fun. Yeah, I think so, too. I've been... 
super excited. I'm, I'm very nervous. Have you ever played Pebble Beach? No, and I've never played in a tournament like a real one, and I never played on TV. Oh, dude, they're gonna have like the people like lining yeah. on your tee shot, <laughs> and there's gonna be people yeah. like all next to me, Clearly like away. standing around, and my Yo, heart rate's gonna be. I've been trying. I've been trying to practice. Teeing off. Yeah. Bobby Bones. Yeah. Eddie said what they're gonna say is, "Go ahead, do the announcer like you thought the what he would do." What did I say? But plus 73. Uh, here he is. <laughs> this is day one, hole six. Plus 73. Have you done that, Jordan? Like I've played? never done a pro am. It okay. terrifies me. We You've play- seen me play golf. You, yeah, I know. <laughs> you never know. They invite anyone. Wait. Well. <laughs> no, I'm saying like oh. good. Or bad. No, no. Like, dude, you, fired you, shots. Yeah. like out there, don't they have like Bill Murray and he's always like hidden between his legs? Like, yeah. I don't Bill think Murray's they're that famous. serious. No, I'm saying golf uh, talent, like how skilled. You're saying they'll invite anyone of skill as long as you have notoriety. Correct. I don't think at Pebble Beach they do that. They won't invite anybody. You have to like have a handicap that makes sense. I think if you're like an 18, they kind of go, nah. I do feel like that's the bigger of the pro-ams. It's, yeah, it's the biggest. Yeah. Yes. Which is crazy. So, um, uh, all right, show starts start. Uh, thank you. Um, like Charles Barkley, he's terrible. But he's right? gotten a lot better though. Yeah. yeah. His, his game has improved. He's actually gotten with that, wow. that twitch. <laughs> oh, a weird oh. swing. Thing. Uh, so, but yes, I am very nervous. We played a pro am once, and Eddie was my caddy, but it wasn't on television. It was the Colonial, and we played with Spieth, yeah, Jordan Spieth, and it was a lot of fun. And I was really nervous at first, but then it wasn't on TV, and nobody cared. This there was no like, one following us around. Yeah, this is like two days. The first two days are on Golf Channel, and the next two days are on like NBC or CBS or something. Dude, you get you're taking. I mean, so that's why you've been in the simulator. A little you know, bit. I've, I played twice. Uh, ben Rector came over and we we hit, and because he's playing it too, he played it last year for the first time, and so he came over and we hit for a while. But I'm trying to do this thing because I know I'm going to get there and I'm going to be n- really nervous, right? Teeing off. I get nervous if I have to play through with somebody and they're like watching me and I'm oh, like, yeah, oh god. So right, and just two people, I get so nervous. But Rector came over and I was explaining to him. I said, here's what I'm trying to do for my nerves. I try to get my heart rate up really fast. I try to think of something that me nervous, and then I try to hit the ball. Or I'll go, regardless of what I do with these three swings, I'm going to send this video to somebody I know will crush me for it. So I, put the, I try to put the pressure on me in different ways. It's not the same, but I try to have it lay on me and still try to perform. Yeah. Dude, that's a really smart way to cope with pressures, figure out how to simulate well, beforehand. I can't really do real exposure, but it's the closest thing I can do to exposure therapy. It's possible. Maybe before you take off, we just go to the range and we just get behind you and just heckle you. That wouldn't bother life. me. What would if you had a paintball gun? <laughs> just like fire it. <laughs> and before. It, no, not 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 hitting me with it, but you like you're close enough. It's like aiming it at my butt, and you go, "All right, take a shot." <laughs> but that's literal pressure. Yeah, mm, we can do that. That'd be fun. Mm. Or it could be anything like that. We can make that hey, and as your caddy, <laughs> I approve that one. That's good. <laughs> so Eddie's gonna caddy, but uh, we're here. Jordan's here, obviously. Adam and kick off Kevin and Eddie. Uh, let's warm up real quick. Uh, quick, just, you know, get, get the juices flowing. Even though I feel like we're kind of warm at this <laughs> I point. Know, I know. Uh, what's the chore around the house you hate doing the most? Easy. Go ahead. That's easy, man. Folding laundry. We have a thing in our house called Mount Cotton. <laughs> and that's because we hate folding laundry and it ends up being in one of our closets. And dude, it's high. It probably goes up to my nipples. <laughs> wow. Like, and it's, it's tough too when you have to find like certain like, where is my blue shirt? It's in Mountain Cotton somewhere. <laughs> Go, go it's, dig it's, it. its own mountain. We hate it, dude. <laughs> Is it ever fully gone? Yeah, we we probably purge Mount Co- or destroy Mount Cotton every two months. 
It goes back to zero. You get back to zero. But you don't like stay up on it and like, okay, we don't want it to be mountain again. So we're going to really stay active and keep them. Once we put all the clothes away and it's gone, we're like, all right, we're never doing this again. And then it just slowly like, okay, we got a load. We got five yeah. loads to do. Throw it in Mount Cotton. That sucks. Kevin? Definitely doing the dishes. I mean, I love to cook, but I am so stingy when it comes to using like multiple bowls or plates, whatever it is. I'll like, I'll rinse it off real quick, reuse another one. Same. I hate You're a single guy. It. I used to do that too. Yeah. But also I have like four forks. Yeah, that's what I have too. <laughs> like by the end of the week, I'm like, dang, I gotta, I gotta wash them now. And I could afford more than four forks, maybe six total. But I kept four because I knew I didn't want to wash more than four. So if I only had four, it's like it's that meme where the guy's pointing at his head. Well, if I only have four forks, I can't wash more <laughs> yeah. than four forks. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what about you, Adam? Any sort of deep cleaning, like get, having to go to the bathroom and scrub something, that's just gross, yeah. and I despise it. Yeah, the scrubbing. The bathroom scrubbing sucks because mm. you never know what's going to be on the bottom of that thing you pick up, what color it's going to oh, be. How long you has know it been what color there? It's yeah. Be. yeah. Mm -hmm. Jordan? Unloading the dishwasher. Don't mind loading it. Don't even really mind washing dishes in the sink. But when it comes to putting clean dishes back in cabinets, hate it. Me too. And that was going to be mine. i tell you what I do. And this is how childish I am. If I go in the dishwasher and it's all, all the dishes are done and I'm like, God, I don't want to unload them. I'll just start it again. And <laughs> And let it run again. Like, oh, I started the dishes. <laughs> they were already clean. Yeah. So hopefully I don't have to go do it. So, <laughs> messed up, so then she's in there the next time when they need really to be I really hope Kristen doesn't listen to this one and catch on to me. <laughs> so on I just start. That's genius. <laughs> or, or you just find one dirty one and you put it in there and you're like, oh, crap. I didn't know. Again. I thought you unloaded the dishwasher. <laughs> so I, that's cheap. Don't do that, but it works for me most of the time. I'm probably going to do that. Yeah, so. <laughs> All right. We're warmed up. Let's tittle tattle. It's time for After winning back-to-back -back titles, do you think Georgia quarterback Stetson Bennett has entered into the greatest football player in Georgia history? Boy, greatest is such a... I, no, I think... Conversation. One of, one of the greatest stories. But greatest player, no. Herschel Walker. Come right? on. Yeah. Yes. But, but yeah. Greatest greatest story, yes. Walk on, left because they didn't like him, said he wasn't good enough, came back, still didn't start. All these things happened. With him winning two national championships, that's a, that's a really great story. It's the greatest story in Georgia history. Greatest player, we could rattle off a few that are probably better as far as players. No Sean Moreno. Yep. Um, AJ Green. Absolutely. Herschel oh, Walker is probably Walker. the guy though, right? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Not to take anything away from Seth Ben, I think he got the most out of what, of what he was given. And I think he'll get a look in the NFL. I mean, he could be a yeah. fifth or sixth round pick mm -hmm. and stick somewhere. A good organization could bring him in. Not yeah. a bad organization that he'll have to either play early or get cut, but a good organization to get set. A couple, you know, he has a pretty good arm. He can run. He can run. He can. Yeah. He's, he really is surprisingly like really yeah. athletic. Athletic. Mm -hmm. I mean, you see that he's white, and you're like, and he's like lunky and like dorky. Oh, he, he's kind of good looking, but he's still dorky. He's still <laughs> good looking, dude. Yeah, yeah that guy's but a dork. he's still he's like dork. dorky. Guys, right? Come on, good looking dork. <laughs> And you don't think oh, I mean, he I'm sure he's doing just fine in Athens. Oh, you <laughs> like, think? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. think? But greatest player, no, no. But greatest story, yeah, probably. I like it. Okay, going to that game still, do you think TCU fans would have rather had their game or had their team not play in the game at all than have them play in that and get whooped that bad? Yeah. Yes. Like, no, don't be there, no show. Well, you, here's you don't, my memory don't of. Be there? Uh, no, no. Here's my memory of, of TCU. Getting embarrassed. Yeah. yeah. After everything that happened this season, all the store, everything, that was such a, that's such a loud scream. It's so loud. It's almost, you can't hear nothing else. That was 
And also it's bad for everybody. It's bad for teams that aren't SEC teams. It's bad for teams that are not power five, even though TCU is, they were a school that comes from a power five, but it was like not a, not a real uh, traditional power five winner. So it does, it's just bad. It's bad for a lot of people. It was embarrassing for them. I think a close loss for that program would have been better than this humiliating loss in the yeah. championship. And for everybody that's an SEC hater, that would have been better too because people like myself and Jordan are just like, yep, look how big our balls are now. We told you. <laughs> Wouldn't you agree? I mean, like uh, within what that game lasted seven minutes, maybe. And then, The only time was that one touchdown where the guy fell down where I was mm -hmm. like, maybe this is a game. Like maybe they can get it within 21. But I think even to watching that first drive, the team in red was bigger, faster, and stronger than the team in white. Like, it was just a – that was two teams that should have never been playing for the national championship. How long did you watch? What time did you turn the game off? So this is crazy. I watched the – I'm scrolling on my phone, but I I put myself through all four quarters. Uh, wow. But, I mean, after – when Georgia scored that – when they answered that TCU touchdown that fast, I was like, this is – The third – like, yeah. one, them, two, TCU, that third. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was efficient. Yeah. It was easy. Super easy. And then – I mean, Georgia just bullied them for the rest of the game. I, that really set the – I think that crushed the Big 12. That hurt the Big 12 really, really bad. And the Big 12 is losing their two biggest schools as well. Yes. Yeah. So with Texas and Oklahoma leaving, not next year, but most likely the year coming after now, to that's where? coming to the SEC. the SEC. I think it, that's a great point is that the two schools that you think probably wouldn't have been bullied – and listen, Texas hasn't been good in a long time, but they still have a reputation of being a big school that mm -hmm. does big things. they got a lot of money. Um, that, that it – those two big schools are leaving. It feels even worse. I mean, yep. you have Cincinnati coming in, you have UCF coming in. It's not like they're going to be any. That's not. That's not like a really sexy look to say. Oh well, we re. Oh, we're going to replace them with. I couldn't even tell you their mascots right now. Let's say it now. Power yeah. four. I just said it. Hey, getting down to it. I mean, Power four. After you get beat by that bad. That's, come on, man. Hey, they cost the whole conference a classification. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Yes, like relegation. Well, that's your champion. That's who you sit. I know. Yeah. It's like, well, and they also got beat by Kansas State the f for the conference or, champion. Yeah, they're yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. And they're then not, Alabama whooped Kansas State. Alabama whooped yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, I th listen, I th I'm going to say this, and I, we're going to do a thing about us being wrong earlier, but later, but I thought Alabama should have been in. Just because I thought, but I they, they still made the right decision. They did put the team. I thought TCU should have been in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but I thought eyeball test Alabama was gonna have the best shot to actually get out. Who won the money, Mike? We owe you some. We owe somebody some money. I won. How much? Okay, can you? Yeah. He He's did. the winner. I You're the only one that picked Georgia. Very beginning. Very beginning. <laughs> wow. And so we could. Wow. Congrats, Mike. Because Mike had Georgia Island covered. Boom, flag in, so yep. we couldn't mm -hmm. jump on. Mm -hmm. So just let us all know how much money we owe you, and we'll okay. pay you. I think I changed my team like nine times. <laughs> you did. He invoices me for $119. Yeah. God dang. All right, next question. All right, going to the NFL. Do you think Tom Brady continues his undefeated career streak against Dallas on Monday night and makes it to 8-0? and Hold on. Let me get my whistle in my mouth. I don't. Oh, I'll take it out of my mouth. Ooh. I, it, I don't. And they could. But I don't. But I barely don't, Eddie. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, I barely okay. don't. I like the barely. I, I'm, I'm with you. I think the fact that the Cowboys got embarrassed this last game is good for them. Uh, you know, if TCU had another game coming up, I'd feel pretty good about them going into that. But I've, oh, I barely, the, I mean, it's like 52-48, bro. I think that's the closest line of the weekend. Two and a half, maybe? 
Yeah, most yeah. of those games are like and the Chargers eight plus. Oh, yeah, Jacksonville. Yeah, but yeah, yes, I'm gonna go. Let's just go around the room. I think yeah. the, huh, I think the Cowboys will win. Oh, Eddie. Yeah, absolutely. I think the Cowboys yeah. will win. Cowboys we've win. seen how hard it is for Tom Brady to get the ball rolling. But we've seen Tom Brady win the Super Bowl more than yeah and be yeah. yeah. So if we're gonna go, what we've seen. Yeah. We've also seen how easy it is for Dak to give it away. Mm. We've and seen we've that also too. seen how this Tampa Bay offensive line's played the last couple of weeks getting healthy and healthier. And it's they've been able to run the ball, which then opens up play action, which is what Tom Brady's really good at. And he's like, what are you laughing at? I just feel like we really jumped on him right there, but no, man. I mean, look, I, I understand where people a lot of cowboy haters out there, and I get it. Tom Brady, the GOAT. Guys, this is the worst we've ever seen Tom Brady. This is the worst we've ever seen him. The Cowboys. Look, I love that they lost their last game. You can, don't love that. Can, can I I do. Can I read that? You don't love that. Can though. I read that awesome stat that our friend Steve sent us? Yeah, but you don't love that they lost the last game. Sure I do. Now you I, found a way <laughs> to make it a positive in your mind. You know what was weird, man, when I was watching the game, I truly did not feel bad while they were losing uh, while they were losting. Even up, when Dak well, you're already on a text in. thread. Like, exactly. Yeah. You kind of know you're in. I mean, that's a, you know, and you can you can sit there, but some of those some of those Dak plays were just that last pick six was he had two wide open receivers right. Yeah, like, what are you yeah. looking at? I mean, he was also throwing into like you know tri- double coverage, triple coverage. Yeah. I feel like the defense wasn't really even playing. They're not going to want to hurt themselves before the playoffs. I really wasn't shook by it. But let's go Cowboys, man. We got this. I cannot wait to make Tom Brady what seven and one against the Cowboys. I'm rooting for the Cowboys myself because I still own them in our league that we bought all these teams ahead of time. And so if you have a team in the playoffs, it continues to go. And so this is how much money I'm down. So I, I, they have to win. Because I'm down a lot in this stupid match. Did you, did they you will win. read the stat? What was the stat? Yeah, what was the stat? Oh, no. Can, uh, yeah, yeah, let me tell you. So um, Thank you for doing that because he just fully moved on. He's like, what? wait till I tell you this. And then yeah. he never tells us. <laughs> this is the win-loss pattern of the Cowboys from the start of the season. So Cowboys lose a game. They win four in a row after that. Then they lose a game. They win two in a row after that. They lost the game. They went four in a row again. In this pattern, the last loss, they lo- they won two in a row. So we're back at that four. So boys, <laughs> you know what, four with, with this loss. That's last, not a stat. Yes, it is. With this last commander's loss, if we win four in a row like we've been doing all season, we're winning the Super Bowl, boys. But that's not really a stat as much as it is it's a, a pattern. It sounds like a Cowboy a coincidence. Fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a weird coincidence. That's badass you know, I, picture, it is. I picture Eddie in a, in a room by himself with like the, you know, the, the detective board and all the strings tied to yeah, all the yeah. threads. And, and, tra- and saying there is a chance. <laughs> yeah. There's a chance. I need the Cowboys to win because every Cowboys win is worth 500 bucks to me. Here out. We but got I, you, Bob. Yeah, but I'm down twenty. Scratch. I'm down twenty nine hundred bucks. I'm negative twenty. Yeah, but the Cowboys didn't do that to you. Uh, All those Cowboys, other teams you picked. Oh, the Cowboys did. got me twelve skins this year. It's <laughs> great. But my biggest winner was the Bears losing at fourteen skins. But I'm down twenty nine hundred, and I have two teams in the playoffs: the Cowboys and the Chargers. So and every time they win, it's five hundred bucks. Let's go. I need, I need both teams to win the Super Bowl for seven years. <laughs> so I can get back into this. I don't know how that's going to work. Golly, I'm, I'm down so much in the stupid. I don't want to pay that. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. The fact that the Raiders were so bad. Yeah. The Rams the were Rams. so bad. And I bought, got both those teams early. God, those two teams got you bad. Sucks. All right. What else, Kevin? Which young quarterback making his first postseason career start do you trust more when they face off on Saturday? Trevor Lawrence or Justin Herbert? Man, I like them both. That's pretty cool that. I feel like I would trust them both mostly. Trevor Lawrence has earned it this year. You know, last year it was like, we know this guy's got potential. At some point, we think we're supposed to trust that he can win. But 
He's except for the fumble against Dallas, which they ended up winning that game, by the way. Mm-hmm. Remember when he uh, went around the left side, like tried for the extra yards, even though it was a long run. The he like f- turn. Except for that, he's made pretty good late game decisions. Second half of the season, like so many that it's trending that you're going, oh, he actually knows what he's doing, why to do it, and when he doesn't, he figures it out quick, which is awesome. And he can also run. Talk about sets and better running. Trevor Lawrence can run. Yeah, he's yeah. a big boy <laughs> too. God, yeah. So I do like. But I like both of them. I, probably Herbert, though, if I'm picking right now, just because I think Herbert's right now a better quarterback, and I'm just going to go based solely on who's the best quarterback with the best weapons. Mm-hmm. And I do think with San Diego having uh, a, you know, a receiver back with possibly the second week, Slater, their lineman could be back. I mean, I, I think there's a good chance for this, the Chargers to do Two-game ceiling. That's what I'm going to put it at. I think their, their ceiling is two wins. I don't think any more than that. Boy, I wish they would, though. I'm, I'm at 2900 bucks. You want that. You want more than that. And to that side, you're going yeah. through Chiefs, Bills, Bengals. That's a tough – that's going to be a tough bracket to come out of. And I think they could win this one against the char- I mean, against the, the, the Jaguars. Yeah. And they could poss- – that's why the ceiling is two. I think they could – but I'm going to go with Herbert. Jordan White – oh, who did that? Oh. I did. I got to go Trevor Lawrence because – I like them both about the same by just by their performances of late, but the Chargers defense is way, way below what the Jaguars have, and Jaguars defense is top ten right now. They've been playing really well, so I got to I got to give the edge Trevor Lawrence. I also say too that with Justin Herbert, he's had to play against these better teams for most of the year too. Again, you're over on a, a, a side being in the AFC. Those teams are just, they're just better. They're just more good teams. Yeah, mm-hmm. much better conference. That's true. So he's constantly having. I think his his sword's a little sharper at this point too. And there's something to say about that. I think. So I would go with the with, with the Chargers in general. Wait, Jordan, you? Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'll be honest. I I love Trevor Lawrence. I love that you got two young quarterbacks that you know had targets on their back coming out of college. Uh, that are, have gotten their teams in the playoff. I'm pulling for Trevor Lawrence uh, for, you know, last year, comes into Jacksonville, tough organization. The tough, whole, head, tough head coach. Tough head coach, lose, you know, lose him halfway through the year. Uh, brand new coach this year. Um, yeah, I, I, I like Who Trevor would you bet Lawrence. your money on, though? Man, I'm actually taking Jaguars. Idiot. Going with the Jags. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just hear that's the man? My, he needs that, the see, Chargers. But I think that's my favorite game of the weekend. Yeah, because it's one we're looking at going, I wonder who wins. Like, yeah. yeah, it could be like... I mean, Dallas Not counting Mondays, you're saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, not counting yeah, Mondays. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's my favorite game on Sunday. <laughs> Go ahead, Kevin. Well, we're talking about spreads in that game right now. They're, so Saturday and Sunday, there are only two games with a spread under eight, and it's the Jags and Chargers and Giants and Vikings. So do you trust the Jags more... To pull it out, or the Giants as underdog. The Giants, I think the Giants, and it's not even about the Giants. They figure out ways to win, but and, but, so does Min- but so does Minnesota. But I just feel, I just that tick 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 tick. What is that freaking thing going to turn into a pumpkin? Yeah, <laughs> I, I do keep thinking. I mean, they, I have no, but even Minnesota, they have weapons. Justin, Je- I mean, everywhere, running back, wide receiver, I mean, quarterback's fine, but they've just done it by the skin of their teeth so many times. And not that the Giants haven't, because early there were a lot of those games against the Titans on like week one when they go for the two or you know win the game with Saquon. The Giants, though, I feel like has a better shot to beat the Vikings 
than the Jaguars. Because anybody thinks the Jaguars are going to win, they're just stupid. I'll just say it. They're stupid and they're ugly and nobody <laughs> likes them. And I don't know who that would be, but they're just stupid. And their beards suck. And so I don't know, I, you know? I like the home game. Oh. I, like the, I like the Jaguars at home. You know, playoff football going into Minnesota, like that's, that's going to be a tough game to pull out. No weather. Yeah, you're in a dome, but you're also playing in Florida. Jaguars are, it's No weather. Both teams. Oh, yeah. And it's not like, I mean, Duval's pretty loud. That, yeah, that they're, fan they're pretty base, passionate they're fired over there. Up, yeah. they're pretty, they're, it's they're kind of it's kind of new money yeah. passion though. <laughs> they're like, whoa, we're actually we're in the playoffs. Yeah. They're like, yeah. what We've number is Mark Brunel? Games the past five years. All right, anything else? Yeah, last one. With Lamar Jackson unlikely to play on Sunday, do you think this is a business decision for him? No, I think he probably can't play. I think it'd be awesome if he played and he won the Super Bowl. I mean, that's the business decision. If you believe in yourself, go do it. I think if he's 60% and probably could force it, I don't think the move is to go and play hurt because that is a business decision because you don't want to go and give it all when you don't have that much anyway and then it looks pretty bad even though you didn't have it. I mean, I'd compare a little bit of that to Baker Mayfield with the with Cleveland with a broken arm, break collarbone, shoulder issue, oh, yeah. all, all his throat. And it's like after the season, they're going, man, he was so hurt the whole season. Yeah, The yeah. fact that he even gutted it out. And you have a quarter of people who don't get to hear that conversation and go, Baker Mayfield sucks. <laughs> and it's like, well, he was hurt and that hurt him in the market on the market. It did hurt him. So do I do I think it's just a straight business decision? No. I think though, if he is like he's holding himself out because he mm-hmm. wants to sh- I'll show them. I think that if he is really hurt and could barely play, he shouldn't because that part of it it's business. And if it wasn't a contract year, it probably would be a little different. But if he ain't good, and also They've won some games with the backup quarterback. So I, I think that he wants to stay there. I think if he could, he would play. But I wouldn't play if I was barely. It, like um, in with the Jets. So Zach Wilson goes out. Mike, Mike White, White comes in. He breaks his ribs. You know, he gets his ribs all yeah. cracked up. He came back the next week. Now Mike White's looking to have a spot next year somewhere. And his ribs were so bad, and he gutted it out, and he played. But those that line was so bad for him. He did not – his numbers weren't good. He did not look good. And I get he wanted to gut it out, but the business there is probably not to go out there and gut it out and look bad because it's going to hurt you more next year because it's a contract year. If it's not a contract year, it's probably a different situation. Yeah. Because our last real taste of Mike White's him sucking. Yeah, the last game. Because his ribs were messed up. So – could be, but I really don't think it is. I'd like to see Lamar play, and I bet if they win, which they won't, I bet if they win, he plays week the next week. That yep. it? That's it. Tiss me up. His name ever <laughs> the I mean, it's such a, a wussy thing to say, especially with Mike White. But don't you agree? Like, it's he had a couple good games, but his body of work isn't large enough for a team to go, that guy, and then he looked real bad. So even if you do, the fan the public opinion is going to be like, boy, he sucked against whoever their last game was. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if he's put enough out there to, to kind of move into that, um, that kind of backup role where, you know, he can go in and win five or six games for you if he needs to. What about Sam Darnold? Isn't this crazy how fast that fell off? Yeah. I still think he's a good quarterback. Well, and he also played pretty well. When he came back, he, by the way, Sam Darnold can run a little bit too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we just surprised every white guy can run? <laughs> yeah, yes. Now like that it. I start like to say it, we're leaning to. Yeah, it, it's just like, like we're just like, dude. <laughs> but I think like you could like, yeah, maybe just the eye test on Sam Darnold. It's like, yeah, that guy's 
probably more of a pocket guy. <laughs> I, I, yes. <laughs> Even his haircut. He looks like yeah. a pocket yeah, guy. He looks yeah. like a pocket Certain guy. people have haircuts where they shouldn't be scrambling. Jawline. And then when they are. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here's the question. What have you been most wrong about this NFL season? From this show, just generally? Because we come on and we're like, oh, I told you, I told you. We, don't, we rarely go back and go like, remember that time I was really wrong? You know, it's not something we celebrate here. <laughs> although we know it's true. What's the thing you've been the most wrong about? Eddie? Yeah, I started the season saying that Tom wasn't going to make the playoffs. You bet money on I that. I did bet $100 with You tried to bet me on an airplane once about that, and I didn't take the bet. I did, correct. And I was wrong about it. I didn't realize what crappy division they were in, and I didn't realize they were going to only have to win seven games to make the playoffs, and they did. I was wrong about Tom Brady. He still got a little bit of juice left in that tank, so my bad. Kevin? I was wrong about the Seahawks. I was coming into this year, like Me a lot too. of people, like they're going to be yeah. so bad, one of the worst teams. They're going to tank. They need a draft pick. And then all of a sudden, Geno Smith sets records for the Seahawks, and they have this unbelievable year, make the playoffs, <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. So that was it for me. Just not a glamorous situation, but ended up really well, and you don't even pay that much attention to it because it's not that glamorous. Or it's, And he's always been kind of in the middle of the road or a backup. or So you don't even follow it when it starts to go pretty good. Yeah. But then he's consistently pretty good and good. And so you don't even really get that attached to it because it's not sensational. And then he does something great. And you're like, well, everybody does something great. And so you're just not invested. And by the time the year's over, and you're like, God dang, he played well. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, they're here. Yeah. And so they're not going to be looking for a quarterback. Yeah. Unless he goes somewhere else, which he could. Yeah. But I feel like they, you got it. Yeah. So, at least for a couple of years, maybe draft somebody in the later rounds and hopefully. I mean, something. I'm telling you, he's not going to take a, two, a couple year deal. Yeah, he shouldn't. He has the power and the leverage after a full season. He, he wasn't even hurt. Yeah. Like he played the whole year, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam. The Giants. I was big wrong about the Giants. They were even last year. What, what were they? Eight and eight last year, whatever it was. No, four and 13. Sorry, looking at the wrong thing. They were four and 13 last year. Coming in with a new head coach, I thought there was no way they would be worth anything. I thought Saquon Barkley was going to come back and not be as good as he was before, but he bounced back in a big way. Dayball got those guys playing really good football, and they found ways to win games. And it's it's inspired football. It's it's fun to watch the Giants this season. I did not expect to see that. I did. We had Saquon. The question about Saquon: How many games will he miss? I said none. None. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I only said that because I'm a fantasy team and I was like willing it. Because if I didn't have him, I'd be like seven. <laughs> <laughs> but I did say none. And what a year. What a year he's had. It's been yeah. awesome. Jordan, what, what, what have you been wrong about? The battle for the NFC West. I thought it was going to come down to the Rams and the Cardinals. And I thought they were both going to be 12 to 13 win teams. And they combined for nine wins. <laughs> yeah, man, that's uh, crazy. The Rams won with losing Stafford. That uh, losing cup, but Stafford was already gone anyway, and it already wasn't trending right. There were some line issues. That one surprised me too. That's, and then the I, Cardinals too. I mean, I I love watching the Cardinals play. I know Kyler got hurt early on, but oh, they were already sucking by then. Yeah, yeah. Kyler was a bust. Yeah. Yep. You were you, JJ Watt. You sent him out with four wins. It's just tough. I would have flipped that whole division. Yeah. So, and I bet money on the Cardinals to win the division because Eddie told me the plane flew over his house and thought, <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and that God, God sent the plane <laughs> over, and it was divine intervention to, to bet them. And it I was, was like, a sign. You, I was like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. I said, the plane. I can see the Cardinal logo as it flew over my house. And so I said, <laughs> this okay. Is it. I said, that's. He goes, absolutely. So I bet him, and then I just that's just pissed away money. Sometimes yeah. you just kind of misread signs. The plane was actually descending, so I guess the sign was that they were <laughs> on their way down. down. Yeah. Trending in the wrong yeah, direction. They yeah. won four games. But yeah, yeah. That, that division ended up 49ers, Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals. I totally would have flipped that division on its head at the beginning of the year. I was wrong that Cliff wouldn't be fired because every season prior, he'd won more games than the year before. 
And it's hard when, when there's one year of down to so, wipe somebody off after they've had every good. But listen, that first round playoff loss last year, not great for him because yeah, they look terrible. They bad did. look. But they, they continue in more games. And I thought there's no way he'll get fired even if they lose everything. They'll, he'll at least get a buffer. And then, and then when Kyler got hurt, I was like, oh, he won't get fired because even the last half, he didn't get, he get a real chance to you actually kinda get the, make something. the excuse, yeah. Boy, was I wrong on that. How many, how many years was this for him? Is this his third year or fourth year? Uh, probably four. I know they signed, signed him to an extension as well, yeah, like 10 months ago. His Good gracious. Year. My big uh, error was Mitch Trubisky. What'd you say about him? He's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you have him having a breakout? No, I was just year? like, that. you guys brace yourself for Pittsburgh, baby. <laughs> Here he comes. He's been the Trubisky era. He, he, took, he, he learned from Josh Allen. He's going he's gonna to wreck shop. <laughs> he's going to start after like week two or yeah, three. Yeah, say three games maybe. I was, I was yeah. really wrong on that one, boys. All right, big story <laughs> of the weekend. Let's be specific here. Eddie. Man, I, I want to talk about John Mechie because, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, DeMar Hamlin. But DeMar, um, John, you know, he, ha- he was diagnosed with uh, some rare form leukemia. This was in July. And now they're saying that he should be ready to, you know, get join the team back by next season. Wow. And, like, let's play ball. Dude, it's crazy. crazy. And I would see him on the sidelines during the games, too. And it was like, yeah, he's been, you know, they wonder if he'll get to play in two years. If it'll be The fact that they're now going, he, it could be next year. It's awesome. I think that's really, really cool. It's, it's inspiring. Yeah. Kevin? For me, it's going to be this weekend watching head coaches Mike McCarthy and Brandon Staley and their management of the clock, the game, whatever it is. And I want to see, because Brandon Staley's nuts. That guy does some weird things. And if it costs them the game and costs them the season, you could easily hear people saying, well, should he stick around? And same with McCarthy and his time management. Yeah, McCarthy, I thought, probably would have been gone before the season started this year. Like if you just said, would McCarthy make it to next year? I would just go, no. Because even a game over 500, which 9 and 8, 17, I'd have thought Jerry would have probably said, you got to go. But they've won enough that as long, I mean, getting, if they get bounced in the first round, there's an outside shot. I was talking to Jerry, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's an outside shot yeah. they move on. But if he wins that first round game, he's good. But yeah, he's not like a coach. He's just some. You put all your faith in as a fan. But look how long they stuck with Garrett, you know? So to me, it just right. kind of feels like they're they're patient with their coaches. Yeah, now. but Garrett, it was his first time as a head coach, and I think there's probably a learning curve there too that you understand. First-time head coach, former Cowboy player. I just think there's a different relationship and association with somebody who gets the ability to have a learning curve as a coach. Well, you don't bring in McCarthy and go, well, you got a learning curve as a coach. He's had yeah. a lot of head coaching many years. Yeah. Yep. So... Yeah, that'll be fun. I, you know, I kind of wish the Broncos were in the playoffs to watch their clock management <laughs> before they fired their coach. <laughs> Adam. This week, for Arkansas fans, uh, this one hit home pretty hard. Uh, Peyton Hillis, former Arkansas star, um, Madden cover guy, former Cleveland Brown. Um, he was in a near-drowning accident this past week when he saved his kids from drowning at the beach. And uh, he went down, and he was uh, he was reportedly on a ventilator. Uh, been in the hospital for all, the better part of two weeks now. Uh, but today they took him off the ventilator, and he's finally starting to respond. And so that's a big deal to uh, to that family and to and to the people in Arkansas who love that guy, and to people everywhere because he's a good dude. And uh, he he was doing something really really amazing, uh, saving his kids. He's, I don't know. It, it was a really touching story, and I, I hope that guy gets better. So. He was like coughing up sand, so he had so much in his lungs, sand wow. and water, obviously. Where they, he was a hundred on 100% ventilator Jeez. for a long time. But, yeah, they took him off, and hopefully that is a great sign. Awesome. Jordan? God, dude, that's like heartbreaking. I had no clue of that. Yeah. Uh, wow. My 
little thing here is totally pointless compared to that. Well, I'll but. go next. Mine's pointless too, but I'll give you a buffer. Well, no, I, mean, anyway, <laughs> I was going back and forth. I feel like we touched on the Jags thing. Um, I do want to see Doug Peterson, head coach of the Jags. He won a Super Bowl four years ago. I want to see how that plays into a team that's on a five-game win streak um, and then a quick one too. Dak, Pre- Dak Prescott's got a ton of pressure on him right now. This is a very, very big game for him this weekend. And I personally, Louisiana kid, love Dak Prescott. I really hope to see him perform this weekend. Two words, Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. He's, all, he's always ready. He's always ready. He's always ready. <laughs> you know he can run? <laughs> yeah, yeah, imagine that. <laughs> Which I don't think he can. I'll be honest with you. I'm he just can't. kidding. I don't yeah. know. Cooper Rush is about what Cooper Rush looks Definitely like. Definitely a pocket guy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got a pocket haircut. Yeah. He's got a pocket. Everything <laughs> is pocket for Cooper Rush. Um, so uh, for me, obviously, with the, you bring up something pretty interesting, though, with Doug Peterson. And, you know, he won the Super Bowl with Philadelphia. And he's with the Jaguars now, which they brought him in to actually hopefully kind of change the course on the situation, especially with the quarterback in Jacksonville. Um, The fact that you can get fired after winning a Super Bowl, even two or three years later, that to me is crazy. Unreal. The fact that we have coaches that are going into the playoffs now that could be fired if they don't win their playoff game (laughs) Mm -hmm. says a lot about the state of the NFL. You need to win now. You need to win consistently. Um, So the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tennessee Titans went the opposite ways. It's like they met on the road and they were like, all right, I'm going to go this way. And you go this way. And the Titans lost five, six in a row. And the Jags won like five in a row, whatever the case is. And this isn't even my thing. But when you're talking about that, it's like, boy, what a tale of two cities. I know. Where Tennessee, Nashville, us, the whole city's like, we're going to the playoffs, baby. Let's go. And Jacksonville's like, great, here we go again. And boy, it did not end up like that. And it actually culminated with them playing each other. And, and, and it was pretty close. It was a close game. Except for the fumble at the very end of the game. But dude, five five wins in a row, man. That's that's a scrappy Jacksonville team. So it's going to be a fun game to watch. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be good. yeah, for me, it's, you know, all these quarterbacks on the AFC, they're young, they're early draft picks. They're, you know, it's it's kind of who can survive. Like, you, they're all really good. They all probably need a little help to survive. Patrick Mahomes does not have to play this week. And he's the old, was he 27, the oldest? He's the old head, he said? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Other than that, you're looking at Josh Allen's 26, Joe Burrow's 26, Trevor Lawrence is 23, Justin Herbert's 24, Lamar Jackson, who won't start, is 26, but Tyler Huntley's 24. Dang. And Skylar Thompson, what boy band's he in? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a boy that band one name. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 25. So... Boy, the Dolphins, the Dolphins don't have a chance. Uh, oh, the Dolphins dude. don't have a chance. No. That, that game's going to be terribly ugly. So it's, can you stay healthy? And can you get help from the other side of the ball? And that's pretty consistent with all of these teams. And if they can get just a little bit of help defensively, most of these quarterbacks are so good that that's all they need. And what defenses are going to step up this week? Because if the, the Bills' defense gives them an, just a little bit, it's over. Josh Allen is so, same thing with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Just a little bit. Justin Herbert. Just a little bit. It's like Kyler Thompson. It ain't happening. No. Need, they need the defense to 14 players <laughs> yeah. for them to have a chance. Everybody. <laughs> they so need two more players. <laughs> for me, it's the young quarterbacks in, on that side. Yeah, I didn't realize that. They're all, they're all so – and if you add up all their ages together – this is a fun stat like Eddie had earlier. Yeah, thank you. If you add up all their ages together, <laughs> they're both odd and even numbers in no order unless you put them in order. <laughs> That, I think that's about as that, that's yeah. very comparable to Eddie's stats. Yeah, yeah, Eddie. So bunch of haters. Good job, buddy. I think they're both great stats, Bones. <laughs> okay, thank you, buddy. Uh, speaking of stats, let's go over and get Adam stats. Adam, Adam, Adam stats. Adam has all your stats for you. 
We talked a ton today about the Jaguars. Bobby, I know you're big Trevor Lawrence, the hair guy. I know. like Trevor Lawrence a lot. I just like my money better. Go ahead. <laughs> Huge stats going to make every Titans fan really sad and cuss the end of this year. The Jaguars scored 10 points in the fourth quarter of that game versus the Titans, despite having negative one yards in the fourth quarter of that game. I mean, without that fumble that looked like a forward pass, but he hit his hand, right? He hit his arm and his arm yeah. went forward. He was already th- The ball starts moving before, and then it kind of fumbled it. Without that and that good field position, the Jaguars weren't going to... Nobody was scoring. No. The Titans had lured them into a game like the Titans like. Ugly, sloppy, and without that fumble, it wouldn't have happened. So yeah, that as weird as it is to hear those numbers, watching it, it makes sense. It makes sense. On paper, it was... that. That's a baffling stat that's to a me. Tough, that's a tough stat to miss the playoffs. Yeah. Inability to flip the field, inability to do anything on offense... Do the Titans? Do they? Do they even give Malik Willis a shot next year? I haven't seen anything from him that says invest in that guy. But mostly we don't from rookies, especially rookies. They knew were going to be a project anyway. Yeah. But they and they made him play early, and it was a. I mean, it's 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 a bad spot. I just wonder what they do. I would keep him another year as backup or third string. If they're also if they cut him, they're not losing much money. Third round pick, you don't get a whole lot of. It's not a big bonus, mm-hmm. you know. You're yeah. signing. It's not big. I did like what I see, Josh Dobbs. I yeah, mean, I agree. There was, there was something there that's at least you know him coming in that fast, learning an offense. And do you think Tannehill? Do you win. think Tannehill plays? Next, do you think he comes back to the Titans next year? I don't. I it's mean, a lot of money to pay him. Depends what their options are. I guess. It's a lot of yeah. money to pay him. I mean, I mean, lot, Derek Carr. Let's of, go. A lot of quarterbacks out there. Derek Carr. Derek Carr had the most points scored on him. His defenses were the worst of any team yeah. in the NFL. Put that in your stat butthole. Take that <laughs> of any team. As a New Orleans Saints fan, I hope he takes a trip to South Louisiana. Yeah. But as a Titan. I like Derek Carr. He, yeah. just, he, he was always playing from behind. And when you're playing from behind, you got to sling it a little bit more. And you got to be able, you got to take more risks. And okay, he's got so many interceptions. Yeah. When you're playing from behind, yeah. Yeah, well, you, you got to sling. Yeah. Exactly. Adam, what else? Going back to college. I've heard Georgia fans all year poor mouth in this team. All year long, they pour math stats and been like, I don't Can he do it again? You know, they talk about last year's team being uh, the better team and, and everything. I just don't see where the stats bear that out. Check this out. So this year, they increased from 38 to 41 points a game. They've got 700 more passing yards, a half a yard more per carry rushing the ball, five fewer interceptions, 0.2 more yards per play. Like every single substantial stat. This year's team is better than last year's team. And wow. I didn't think I'd say that after after watching this this team the first half of the year, but this Georgia team better than the last year's. My theory is that all the other teams are just worse. They took all the good players and put them on their team. <laughs> Could be. And wow. everybody else is just a lot worse. Well, that's a crazy theory. Yeah. They have <laughs> a, a crazy they have a roster of 700 kids. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and 610 of them are hiding. <laughs> they don't they, know. Where yeah. do they board them at? <laughs> yeah, yeah, who knows, dude? That's a mystery. <laughs> yeah. da, da, da. Uh, all right, Adam, thank you. Hey, Kevin, I do want to talk for, about Derek Carr for a second. We record this. He just put a statement out. I have not read it. What did Derek Carr say? Yeah, so you know, just a quick little summary of it. He just basically posted on Twitter, Instagram, Raider Nation, it breaks my heart. I didn't get an opportunity to say the goodbye in person. We certainly have been on a roller coaster our nine years together from the bottom of my heart. I am so grateful and appreciative of the years I spent. The fire inside of me to win a championship is still there, so I want to keep playing, and whoever gets me the new team, I will be there and give everything I have. 
He wanted to see them all in person. I don't understand. He wouldn't have been in person anyway. Every single one. He's like, hey guys, well, I was going to come knock on your door, but dinner ran a little late. <laughs> yeah. Is this the first? I mean, is he announcing this? Yeah. Okay. He, he put well, it out. Uh, broken news broken by twenty five whistles. Yeah. <laughs> what is? So is he? Is his contract <laughs> up, or is he? Are is he basically get, saying re- release me? Yeah. yeah. Well, they're not going to resign him. Okay. That okay. was part of the deal. They're going to either trade him. Or release him, cut okay. him, because that was part of the deal. That's why they kept him away from the team for the last two games. They're like, it'd be better because we don't want there to be any sort of wow. weirdness. Uh, Stidham's going to come in. So he wasn't even there the last two games. Isn't that odd? The Raiders are odd. <sighs> yeah. I- the Raiders are odd. I, and, and we had heard earlier in the year that that relationship, the coach-quarterback relationship, wasn't great anyway, and that he really didn't want. And again, just c- c- rumors, conjecture. He really didn't want Derek Carr anyway. So probably it's also his card to stay a little longer. Like I told I didn't want it to begin with. Let's, we're we're going to get another quarterback. We're going to move from there. They're going to get Jimmy G. Yeah. They'll get Tom Brady. Yeah, They'll get probably. whomever it will be. They'll have a quarterback, and then he'll have a shot to actually. But it's also not like he's had big. The only time he won as a head coach was when they were cheating. They had won like six games in a row, but they were like <laughs> recording practices of other so I like Derek Carr. I'll leave it there. And that's a nice message. And I wish Derek Carr could have gone to everybody's home, but he couldn't. He wanted <laughs> yeah. to do it in person. <laughs> At least he wanted to. I like that. Uh, the Pro Bowl. I saw they're doing skills challenge. Like they have different stuff that's going to be pretty fun. Yeah, they announced it. So they're not even doing a game at all, actually. So that Thursday, they have a couple things going on. And I thought a cool one was the longest drive. Grabbing four people from each conference and going against each other and adding that up, I believe. And whoever has the longest drive wins. Yes. It's just like camp for the good football players. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm so glad. They should have got rid of that game yeah. eight years ago. What else? There's a precision passing. Where a pile of precision. Precision. <laughs> <laughs> precision, <Got> precision passing <laughs> where the three quarterbacks from each conference battle out to like get an uh, accuracy target. And then the best catch, basically like the dunk contest, but a catch. There's oh, three judges. Great. Some like, of these are going to be really dumb. Yeah. I think the best catch could get really dumb. Yeah, yeah. And... It's a lot of this is gonna be really dumb, but that's okay because we're gonna. It's gonna be really dumb, and the next year is gonna be kind of dumb, and we're gonna figure out what we like. But no more game because that was all dumb, yeah, and nobody mm-hmm. wanted to get hurt. I like it. And they're doing flag football instead of the game. Three games of flag football. But going how many on. people on each side? Seven on seven. And I don't know, guys. Flag I'm, football. I'm. I'm. I'm uh, no, like, I don't care about any of this. I hope there are fun clips that come from it. I'll probably not watch it. But think about this. <laughs> I liked to watch. Whenever. Random people I didn't know from colleges I never watched would go to Indianapolis and run 40s and catch balls yes, and do push-ups and bench press. I would watch that crap on NFL Network. Yeah, sprint. And so if they turn like this into like field day when you're in eighth grade, yeah. I'll watch that more than the Pro Bowl because I'm already watching that stupid stuff from college kids who I don't even know as they're trying to make it in the NFL. No, I'm with you, but already on Sundays I have to take my kids to flag football. And, like, it's not – flag football is not fun, guys. Like, okay, but did you watch the Pro Bowl? I would have it on because there was sound coming from the living room and it was football. It no, like football. Yeah. I would I not watch the Pro Bowl, I wouldn't even have though. it on. Pro, Pro Bowl is terrible. I never the, – the, the skills, the passing skills – the races, the I wish races. they would just like race. No, like, cool. have Tariq that would be awesome. Hill, like, like a tournament, race somebody. Like, like four people. They did that in the eighties, right? Yeah. yeah. They had uh, in the seventies. They did battle the sports stars, and they may have rolled into the eighties too. Because I watched, and you'll never believe this. You know who could run? Wayne Gretzky. Really? Oh hey, yeah. Hey. That clip. That clip was all around this week. Wayne Gretzky could run. Who knew? Hey, who knew? That's pretty cool. Was he the great one? Him or Sam Darnold? Hey, or 
Cooper Rush or, or <laughs> leave Cooper alone. We just start listing all the white guys. We're just surprised leave that a white guy every white yes. quarterback. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. But no Wayne toys. Gretzky dominated these other athletes. Just you're like, God dang. But yeah, they did that show was like 70s and, and early 80s. Hey, so the cool catch thing, like, what are they gonna do? Like, do 360 knows, jumps dude? and like one handers? Maybe and maybe it's That's awesome. That's the one that could get squirrely. Okay, and maybe it's awesome. Yeah, okay. it could get really dumb. Yeah, but you know what's dumb? The Pro Bowl, how it was. Uh, At least we're trying right. something here. You're right. It's it's going to be more fun this year than it was last year. The good players didn't even want to go play the real game because they didn't want to get hurt and it was stupid. Yep. Which allowed people we never even heard of to make the Pro Bowl. More people <laughs> yeah. will get to make the Pro Bowl and, and continue to be Pro Bowlers because they're like, yeah, I'll go do that. Yeah. And that'd be cool. Okay. Um, I need to do, Mike, I need to do this, but I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to do talk about DraftKings. I don't have my parlay, so we're going to do it together. Because I, if it's NFL, I miss it. So I'm either going to pick opposite of what I pick. Or we're going to decide as a team. Okay. Because okay. i got to pick two games here. And if you're extremely passionate about one, let me know, and I'll tell you either that you're stupid, which means you're good, <laughs> or not. So let me, uh, 25 Whistles is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app. Use the code BOBBYSPORTS, and with that, you can get in on the action. I'm going to NFL. We have. Raise your hand. If you love the bet, okay? Okay. Seahawks plus nine and a half at San Francisco. Okay, Jordan one, Kevin two. Okay, good. San Francisco minus nine and a half at San Francisco against the Seahawks. I like that one. Adam, okay, you too. Okay, we have two, two. Okay. Now, I would go with the Seahawks of that, so we're going to go the 49ers. <laughs> oh, you're doing the opposite. Yeah. Dang, okay. So, M- Mike, Niners, I, hate, I would never bet this. Niners minus nine and a half. That's just so many points. I would never bet that. Got it. So stupid. I feel like the Jaguars and the Chargers. Chargers are minus two. Does anyone like the Chargers minus two? Because I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you guys love it? Everybody loves it? I don't like it. I'm I'm riding with the Jags. Mm, And I love it. So we're going to go Jags plus two. (laughs) Crap. I know. Jags plus two. God, I hope that doesn't happen. Duval, baby. They're going to show up. And we're going to pick one more game. I don't want to touch Miami Buffalo. Yeah. No. That one just feels bad. Uh, let's go Vikings and Giants. Ooh, I like. Uh, Vikings minus three, Giants plus three. Uh, Giants plus three. Anybody like that? Love it. Me too. Anybody else love Giants plus three? All right. Uh, Vikings minus three. One, two, three. Oh, there we go, Vikings. All right. There's a, Mike, here's our parlay. <laughs> <laughs> if this thing wins. Be amazing. I like I, call trouble. I almost can't miss. What's the difference? That's like when people like do like, oh, I like Cincinnati, the city. I'll bet on them, and they win. But what? Yeah. yeah. What's, but, but what's <laughs> like it? How come I'm so the... good at one and I absolutely? It's like just those same players, a little older. Uh huh. <laughs> but I think see that's the thing. Those NFL is like, it's still hard to beat the worst team in the NFL because yeah. it's a team full of the best college athletes off of their team. Yeah, I think I, that's I it, where it's like Jerry Jones told me that. With the headset on. And the head co- he literally and, did. And mine, mine wasn't working, so I didn't hear that. I, I didn't hear that either. Yeah. And yeah, Mike, yeah, Mike yeah. and I, we couldn't hear anything. <laughs> okay. It's still cool because you were in Jerry Jones' Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah. If you want to take the 25 Whistles Parlay, you can check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code Bobby Sports when you download the app. 21 and up, most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. See show notes for details. Just a couple things here before we go and we get in with Coach Barry Odom, head coach at UNLV. Um, and I want to let Jordan know this because I don't think he was here for this whole situation. At, way early in the football season, I got into uh, an eliminator, and it was two teams a week. 
And as long as both teams win, you move on. And once you use them, you can't use them again. I'd never been in a two-teamer before because that eliminates a bunch of teams quickly. Yeah. And it gets to the nitty-gritty quick. And there were 900 people in it. And it cost 100 bucks to get in, a team. And I won, and I kept winning, and I kept winning. And anyway, it's week 18. I hadn't lost. And I'm in it with eight other people. And so there are going to be people eliminated, at least one or two minimally. So I'm going to make... All I have to do is win. Just win my two games. Not even, and I win $10,000. Minimally. Just win my two games. I've won every game. Win my two games, $10,000. Minimally. First, first game, Jacksonville, Tennessee. Somebody picked Tennessee. Boom, one team gone. I picked Jacksonville. Now, thank God, they won. Barely. Again, skin of me teeth. Skin I'm going teeth. full Lucky Charms on you guys. <laughs> skin of me teeth. Wait, so you have to pick two. No, no, hold on. I'm okay. not, we're not, week 18. It ends week 18 last week. Oh, I got you. So I win with the Jaguars. I have one more team because you got to pick two every week. Yeah. So there are games. There's the Pittsburgh-Cleveland game that I could have picked because I hadn't picked either one of those teams yet. There was the Colts-Texans game, which I could have picked because I didn't pick either one of those teams. There was the Packers and Lions game, which I could have picked. Who would you have picked of those three games of those six teams? Not... Regardless of what happened in the game. Yeah, you have to forget yeah, the result. Forget about what happened. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what I would have done. Um, I'll be honest with you, I probably would have rode with the Colts. Colts over the Texans. Over the Texans? The Colts have been bad all year. You watched the Texans game? I know. but the Texans, <laughs> They were winning. The Texans had pushed up on some on some teams, the Cowboys. Yeah. the Chief. Anyway, I didn't do that. Who did, I'm, Can I guess what I think you did? Mm-hmm. I think you, you bought into the A.A. Ron hype and you took the Packers. Okay, idiot. Listen, here's the thing. Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> hey, hey, Ron. I did. I picked the Packers. You did. Oh. I knew. Don't be happy. I lost $10,000. I, mean, so, I know. That hurts. He got so happy. Yeah, dude. You, what he's was that, Jordan? Jordan. Listen, no. except, <laughs> after this, the mics go down, we hate each other. We're not even friends <laughs> in our life. He's like, no, idiot. This is what I did. We yeah, all I lost. I picked the Packers. I mean, I'll be, I, all lost, I, did, I lost money on that bet on that game. Did you, did you lose $10,000? No, I didn't lose that. <laughs> For $100, too, by the way. I lost it all season. That hurts. And lost. Like, seriously, dude, I know that. $10,000. That hurts. And so there were three of us, picked Packer 34. So we got, it got cut in half, and the winners, those four people won like $23,000. Dang. hundred bucks, and I was one quarter away from $10,000. Yeah, that was, that was bad. Packers should have won that football game. Why'd you smile so much? He was like, yeah, was was light up. Yeah. like Christmas morning. Like, oh. Yeah. With his big beard, you could rarely God. see his teeth. I knew, man, because was... I knew. I was like, oh. Damn. Hey, let me guess who you picked. <laughs> okay, Jordan. <laughs> guess. <laughs> it's the Packers. <laughs> Shut your face. You would have picked the Colts. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, of course. He, yeah. <laughs> he would have. I would have picked the Colts plus nine. Like, he was exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I would have taken the alternative spread of the Colts. <laughs> Shut your face. Okay. Uh, we're going to go to UNLV head coach, Barry Odom. Just got the job at UNLV as a head football coach, and we're going to throw over to this interview. Love, after this interview, Eddie was like, I love talking to these coaches. They, they're just so knowledgeable about so much. They're awesome. Unless your name is Nathaniel Hackett. And then it didn't. Okay. <laughs> well, there are exceptions. There are exceptions. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Coach Barry Odom. Hey, coach. Bobby, how you doing, buddy? Hey, good to see you. Congratulations on the. I knew you were going to leave us sooner or later, and uh, but congratulations on the head coaching job. How's it been going so far? Thanks, man. It's been it's tremendous. I mean, obviously, the opportunities that are here in in Vegas are off the charts. the The support administratively have been tremendous, and uh, you know, a lot of great things that are going to happen. 
I feel no. like I can ask real dumb guy questions in an interview setting that I wouldn't ask you in person because I don't want to seem dumb. But you being a brilliant defensive mind, but as a head coach, do you do you go take like offense classes or something? How do you? But how how do you know offensively what you even want? It's amazing that on you know when the offense is on the field on the plays that we score touchdowns, I I called those, so it's pretty easy. <laughs> the ones that we score on, I, I was in charge of that. But it, you always you want to find the right fit for your for your team and your program, but also you're looking at how to play complementary football. And then you look at Bobby, for me, I've always looked, you know, in the position when I was a head coach at, at Missouri, I looked at, you know, what are the things that, that affect me uh, trying to game plan, you know, what are, what is really hard from a defensive lens. Those are some of the things that I want to try to incorporate on offense. So um, really excited about the staff that we've been able to put together. And, you know, the, the thing that I've learned, you, you always learn from your experiences um, the look at, at, at how we've built the staff, how we've had a chance to do that, and then how we're going to implement offense, defense, and kicking uh, will give us the best chance to be successful. So I'm sure excited about it. I, I know that if you've got a chance to hire really good people, let them do, your jo- do their job, support them in the ways you can, build them up, and then get out of the way. Being a former defensive player in Division One in Missouri, being a former – head coach but defensive coordinator do you look for an offense that maybe like would a defensive coach get a spread offense that runs no huddle because the defense stays on the field a lot you know in those with those offenses that are quick would you do you look for an offense that maybe is on the field a little more to rest the defensive guys since that is your specialty i think the the number one thing is can you can you play complementary football and then can they score points? What does that look like? Do they have the opportunity? You know, if, if, if you're playing with a tempo as long, I, I don't care if it's a seven second drive or a five and a half minute drive, if it ends up in points that we'll take that every single time. So I think there's elements of how you play the game offensively. Uh, not always as fast as you can go. There's, there's times that you huddle, there's times that you do things, but also what's the flow of the game. I mean, how's that looking? Does the defense need a little bit of a break? Uh, or, or do we have their defense on their heels, so to speak, on how we're playing offensively? So a lot of those things go into not only uh, schematically how you build it on offense, but also in-game adjustments and, and the management of what that looks like. According to some folks that I know and trust, you know, you have been pursued for many things over the past few years. And, you know, for you to go to UNLV, um, a great get by that program. But how does that conversation start? And it doesn't have to be with this specific incident, but let's just say, a coordinator somewhere and a school, does a school go to an agent or do you get a text from somebody when they want to hire you? What happens? Yeah, I think every, every administration team uh, handles it a little bit differently. A lot of times there's, there's a search firm uh, that handles the search in conjunction with the athletics director. Um, there's a, there's a team on campus with the administrative team that they put together what they want the search to look like. And then there's other times that the athletic director is just going to reach out uh, specifically and individually. And I've, you know, over the course of the last 20 years, all three of those have been real for me on, on how it looks. Each one's a little bit different. Um, I think an athletics director will, will always just like I do as a head coach, I always keep a list of who I would like to try to hire as an offensive coordinator. You know, same thing on the defensive side on, on every position, because if you plan accordingly, just like we had here, I got the job, hired an offensive coordinator, and 
know, 12 days later, he left and took another job at Texas A&M. So okay, you better be prepared and have plan A uh, and then who's who's available and who's ready after that to be able to fit to your program. So I think each administrator, each athletics director, each president uh, on the administrative team, they handle it and what their comfort level is. And, and I've encountered really all of them, Bobby, in the last, you know, in the last few years. Whenever you move to the job, because again, it's so much from recruiting your own players to stay to going and trying to recruit players to come in. When you move, do you just go live in an apartment and your whole family just like comes later and you find a house? Like what happens there? Like the real life yeah. part of that? What, a, what an interesting dynamic. And I'm, I'm so fortunate because my wife, you know, we met in college and, and uh, we've been married 22 years. And uh, every move that we've made is usually it, it's been a positive one. It's been a good one. Um, but it's hard on families. It is. And I, I've got a son, uh, JT, that's a senior in high school. Uh, I've got a son that's a sophomore in high school. Garrett is his name. And then I've got a daughter, Anna, that's in the second grade. So we've got about every age range you could have still in school. So uh, we're managing how, what that looks like. Uh, my oldest son, my wife and my daughter will stay uh, in northwest Arkansas and finish school because uh, he wants to graduate with the senior class. And I'm excited that that's going to happen. Um, and then my youngest, you know, my middle son, he'll come out and start living with me uh, here in the next few weeks just to get started in his new school here. Um, so it's different. It, it's hard. It's difficult. Uh, so I've been staying in a hotel. We just ended up getting a uh, short term condo that, that I'll move into probably next week. And then in all this, uh, we'll find a permanent home and, and make it work. Do they give you unlimited room service? Is there a, like a tab that you can only run up to or can you just get whatever you want? Bobby, I'm telling you, I'm walking through the place that I'm staying at now. It's such a wonderful place, but there's there's a casino in the in the lobby, obviously. And I, I walk through every day with blinders. So I'm, not <laughs> go, I'm not chasing the, the bright lights. I got to go to work. So uh, there, there's there's a lot of a lot of opportunity and a lot of a lot of things here that, uh, you know, that are here. I mean, there's, there's one Vegas in the world and I'm so excited to be here. We are, our, our show is really big in Vegas and all the Southwest and it's, we, I tour through there a lot. And, you know, I know why I enjoy Vegas different than why most people, because, you know, I don't, I don't drink or I don't party like that, but I do like Vegas because of the atmosphere. I can go do shows. I just played a show at the wind pretty recently. That for me is, is Vegas. Like Eddie yeah. may go and he, he likes to drink and have fun and, and gamble. <laughs> but what do you tell a recruit? Like what's the pitch for UNLV and Las Vegas? Because it is so different than any other part of the country. Yeah. There there's everywhere that we've lived. And I want to go back real quick to our time that we spent in Arkansas. I mean, that has been, for, for myself, uh, working for Coach Pittman and Hunter Juracek and, and the way that, that that program and athletics department uh, was unbelievable. We loved it. I mean, it was, it's been my favorite place that, that we've ever lived and, and my family's. Uh, the, the Razorback Nation was tremendous. And, and so every, every college town is different, right? The Fayetteville's got their things that are a selling point. Um, you know, it was at University of Memphis. They did as well. And then uh, obviously being here, you, you've got to, this city was built on opportunity. And that is some of the same approach that I'm taking to build this football program. It's a, it's a, a student population of 32,000 students uh, in, a, in a wonderful market that has tremendous opportunity. So the ability to compete and play for championships, we're gonna do that. Any goal that you have as a student athlete we're going to accomplish here 
as their three, four to five years of what that looks like. The opportunities to make connections that I think is so important for me to be able to do as, as the leader of this program. I've got uh, an investment for these young men that I have a chance to coach for the next 40 years of their life. So those are all things on from a true relationship part of how you build things. It doesn't matter, in, in my opinion, whether you're in Las Vegas or Fayetteville or Columbia, Missouri, or wherever that is, uh, you've got core foundations of, on how you're going to build your program. But then you look at the opportunities that are here in Las Vegas, the opportunities uh, in the Mountain West Conference, the opportunities that we got to step in and play immediately, the opportunity to play in Allegiant Stadium uh, that's one of the finest facilities in, in all of sport. That's our that's our home. So there's so many things that we are have the ability that are real. You don't have to talk about, well, someday we're going to build this this facility. Um, there's things once they get here that they see in, in their own lens and their own scope on how they see that they could fit here. And now a message from our sponsor. The NFL playoff picture is locked in. My go-to place for wild card round action is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off the road to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5, get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of this wild card round this weekend. It's going to be awesome. Just place any bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Action's so good. Why bet the NFL anywhere else? I love DraftKings Sportsbook. You know that's where I go. You know that's where I play. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code BOBBYSPORTS. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code Bobby Sports. 21 and up in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, which is 467-369. See show notes for full details. Being such a great athlete through high school, through college, and then coaching, you hit a bunch of people, you got to hit a bunch. And, you know, my athletic career, not as good as yours, obviously. I just played high school ball. But I have injuries that when it gets cold, it hurts again. First of all, when you're living in Arkansas or Missouri and the weather would turn to winter, would your body hurt like crazy? Second of all, now that you're in Vegas, maybe you don't have to worry about that anymore. That'd be awesome. It's amazing. I, um, I don't feel I'm, I'm blessed. I don't feel any different than I did right now than when I graduated college. I mean, I know I've aged. I, I get all that, but I, I feel no different. I do know um, I'm looking at my office right now and there's probably 75 palm trees and the sun's out and it's a beautiful, it's going to be a beautiful day. So it's all perspective on, on uh, what you look at, what you see and, and how you approach it. But uh, there's a great opportunity here that uh, the weather's going to be uh, extremely nice most months out of the year. You're a leader of men and you're telling these guys they need to work hard to do certain things. They need to be dedicated. Do you feel that same thing about yourself, even in staying in shape or looking the part, because it's hard to be a leader if you don't actually do it yourself. Well, I think number one, I think being a college coach, it probably keeps you a little bit younger than uh, if I weren't in this business. Also, Bobby, chasing around a seven-year-old girl, uh, <laughs> our daughter in our house has kept me extremely uh, young. So I think there's part of that. I mean, you've got the the grind if you do it the right way, the grind of, of the job. Uh, there's a lot of hours in the day that, that you're working. Uh, so how do you, how do you maintain the ability to stay sharp and how do you maintain the ability to be able to do the things you need to for this job? I think, uh, all of our, all of our, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're facing things as, as, uh, in, in your job, you've got to stay, you've got to stay fit. You've got to stay active. You've got to stay in a position that, uh, you can sell the vision on what you want that to look like. And, and hopefully, um, I feel this way for a long, long time because 
I don't, uh, I, I feel no difference than I did when I was 24 years old. Why does he keep telling us he feels great and we don't? Like, <laughs> Coach, I don't get, I, I'm the same as I was at 22. Dang, why do you keep rubbing it in, Coach? I'm over here hurting. I got all these stupid injuries. I got like, just a couple more questions for you, Coach. Um, the final two for me, then I'm going to go over to Eddie and, and Kevin. But what have you learned in your last couple of stops at Arkansas yeah. and Missouri that you take into this going, I'm going to approach this slightly different because I've been through different things? Yeah, I think that's really, a, that's a great question. Um, I've always been able to learn from experiences. You learn from successes, you learn from setbacks, you learn from the different situations that you've been in. There's no, there's no head coach's manual that, hey, you've got this issue, turn to page seven and here's the answer. Um, you learn by doing and there's no, to me, the experience factor is, is invaluable on uh, having a chance to be in the, the head coaching chair again. I think number one, it, it all starts with the people that you've got in the organization, the ability to in, in every day over communicate on the vision, work well together with, with that group uh, to put in place how you want things to go. The successes are going to follow, but there's got to be a blueprint on, on how you do that. The consistency of what that looks like, that that's something that, that I think I've, as, as you gain experience, that's really important to me. Um, there's also the ability when I became the head coach at Missouri, I tried to be the defensive coordinator, the director of marketing, the director of recruiting, the director of equipment operations. I tried to do it all. Um, and you know, when I really probably had really good people in place, let them do their job. And so those are things that, that, you know, people won't admit when you, uh, end up, you know, having a change of jobs, you won't, but you do self-evaluation, you lose the ego part of it. And you find out what's best for this job, what's best for this organization, and then you go implement it. And that, that's something that I feel really fortunate about, that uh, we've got really good people in the right spots. And I'm at ease and, and a great comfort level in letting them do their job. And I will support in every, in every way. What needs to happen with the situation with the NCAA and the players with poaching? You know, I've talked to a couple coaches on this show where they talk about other schools just calling them, being like, hey, yeah. you want to come over here? What needs to happen? Well, I think if if we really want it to change, then there's going to have to be an example made of what that looks like. And if if there is tampering, if there is, then there should be a penalty for it. Then and there is, uh, you know, there there is a penalty, but there better be there better be action. Okay, you can't just talk about you're going to do it and then not do it. So, um, you know, our game is is going to go through and will continue to go through it as always. It's just. Everything is so different now with transfer, with portal, with with all those things. The education piece is really important, number one. And then number two, if if a rule is written and that's what it is, then we need to live by it. And if not, then there needs to be uh, something done about it. And I, I, I would imagine that the NCAA will take a hard look at that and probably adjust what the rule is now. And it'll look different three years from now on, on the current state of college football. Yeah, death penalty. That's what I say. Ooh. And not the one where they just cancel the program, they kill them. <laughs> That's what I say. That's my version of the death penalty. All right, last two. Eddie, go ahead for Coach Odom. Coach, I have a three-year-old son, and he's just athletically, he's just naturally gifted. He can do whatever. He can catch ball, he can catch, throw the football really well, catch football great. He dribbles the basketball. He's three years old. I took him to a practice that I take my other kids to, and the coach says, how old is that boy? He's three years old. Oh, my gosh. Like We need to get him in practice now. We need to get this working on this kid now. So my question for you is how early do you start seeing like, 
hey, this kid has hands. Like, I need to write this down. Do you have a list that you keep track of? Of like, I saw a kid back in, you know, five years ago. I'm going to keep my eye on him. What, what's your son's name? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk after, Coach. <laughs> hey, I want to I want to offer him a scholarship. To That's you funny. So we got to get out on a visit. I think you know the world of recruiting has has changed, and it's this it's in fast forward on, on what it was a few years ago. But you're always evaluating. Um, I, I'm not saying I'm evaluating a, a three year old, but but you you come across, and it's all still built around the relationships. You have somebody that that I went to high school with or somebody that uh, you coached with years ago that saw someone at an AAU tournament, basketball tournament, and they pass on the name. So you're always compiling lists. You're trying to evaluate and you look at, at, at from an early age. Uh, you know, one thing I do want to say with that, though, uh, Bobby and, and Eddie is, you know, I, I, I wish we could get back a little bit to kids in high school playing multiple sports. Because that's so important. I mean, the sports specialization at an early age, uh, I, I think that takes away from athletic development. I think it takes away from some of the things that, that kids only get a short window of time on, on being able to participate in. Um, you know, we, we don't have to play baseball um, 12 months out of the year. You don't have to be a quarterback training uh, quarterback, you know, you don't, you don't have to be in 12 month training. There's parts of that that are important, but also uh, there's value in being a multi-sport guy. Kevin, final question for coach Odom. Yeah. Hey coach, I've always wondered a new coach going into a program and taking a team guys full of scholarships, walk-ons, whatever it is. And you need to come in and evaluate, okay, are we going to keep some guys, let some guys go, whatever it may be. I almost imagine it like making cuts in the NFL and I always wonder what that process is like for you coming into a new program. Hey, do you watch a bunch of film on guys individually, team-wise, and then what those conversations are like with those guys or the team? Yeah, my number one, and, and every coach handles it differently. Mine, for, for me in this program, I, I, I challenged the team on the first team meeting that I had. I wanted everybody in the room, okay? I wanted everybody in that room to be here when we start back in January. I think that's important. They, they are the core of what we're building. Um, We'll get into off-season conditioning. We'll get into spring practice. We'll get into summer conditioning. There will be some attrition that happens a- across the board in college football. But but I want all those guys that are here, they've committed to, to UNLV. I want them to be part of this. And I also told them if, if, they will, if they'll stick with it and they'll, they'll do the things that we're talking about doing, it'll be the most rewarding experience that they've ever had athletically. And that's important for me. They're here. They're, I'm their coach now. I chose them. I want them to stay with us in this program. Coach, appreciate you. We're out in Vegas a lot. I'm going to come. I, I assume I can come and work out. I'm always looking for a gym. I'm assuming I can come and work out in the facility since I know a guy, right? You know a guy? I'll give you the keys. I'll give you the play sheet. You can call the first play of the game. Don't care. We're going to come. Coach, I'm going to come out. I'm going to go to a game. I'm rooting for you, man. I am just a massive fan of you and how you run operations and just uh, rooting for UNLV next season. And we have a room, we have room here for another helmet. If you got- I'm going to get you a helmet. Well, <laughs> what, what version you want? You want scarlet? You want gray? Do you want white? What, Whatever what one you want featured because millions of people watch these videos every month. So the version you think looks the best. Oh, he's reaching back. Oh, he's, going. he's already going. <laughs> okay. That's a, yeah, that's a pretty sick wow. helmet. Uh, we'll put it up here, coach. Hey, look, as a guy, love you, rooting for you. As a coach, we will be following you all year long next year, coach. So good luck. And I know you got a big task ahead of you. Awesome. Thanks, Bob. Much respect for you, man. Thanks, no, coach. Care. See you later. All right, that was Coach Odom. Awesome. Now, Mike, question for you. Did he ask for a mailing address to send us that helmet or no? He did not. Uh-oh. Mm. 
It's yeah. one of those we should hang outs. <laughs> we should hang out sometimes. Hey, so. We should write together. Soon. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. Never exchange numbers. Like we should okay. go to dinner sometime. Yeah. yeah. Call me when you're in town. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, you know, he sees the Razorback helmet and like, hey, look at that. And I'm like, well, if you want to send us one of yours, and he, he grabs it. You didn't see it, Jordan, but he grabs it and says, this is the one, the scarlet one. And then I was like, okay, cool. And then we finished the interview. It was all good. I, he just probably put it back up there and forgot. And, yeah. and then never thought about it again. He was like, well, that, that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right, final final deal here. Uh, in thoughts. Which, by the way, Jordan, thanks again for coming in, man. I really appreciate it. We love you here. You're, love hey, you, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. It's not charity, by I'm the way. Gonna, you're you're better than we are. I'm just going to keep just going to keep showing up, guys. There we well, go. you did walk <laughs> in today and Bones said, Jordan's here. Yeah. Bones was like, this is what happened. Usually on Thursdays, Jordan is probably going off to do a show or something. And so I hit him up and said, hey, we're going to work on Monday. You want to come do the show? And he was, were you out of town? Were you hunting? Arkansas. Yeah. And so he couldn't. So I told Mike, hey, let Jordan know if he wants to come in. And then Mike did say, yeah, Jordan will be in. But I was like 20 minutes behind today on getting the show done. And then Jordan walked in and I was like, Oh, when I made the superstar wait, like Kevin and Adam and Eddie, who cares? No, it's actually <laughs> sure. I was able to read up on some more stats. So yeah. I was like, this yeah. is this is good. Um, okay, so in thoughts, Jordan, I'll start with you. Do you have an oh. in thought about everything we've talked about or going into the week? Like, what do you want to leave us with here? Um, I would say I'm not talking about the Jags again because I'm really riding a lot on that game. Uh, I, th- I'll say this. I think the Vikings game is not going to be close. I think the Vikings handle up on the Jets. I, I mean, uh, the Giants, I would say that game ends up being a two-touchdown game. All right. And if not... We can laugh at him? Well, we will say we would have given him $10,000 if he was yeah. right. That's it. That's it. And then we will laugh at him. Yes. <laughs> then we will laugh at him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my end thought. I think that's going to be the biggest... I think that's going to be the biggest um, disappointing game of the weekend. Biggest spread there. How do you feel about LSU next season? I think we're going to win the national championship. Bro. I mean, I, I think good. that that's not that crazy. Good answer. But I do think it's not that crazy. Yeah, I think we're going to have a good team. It, it'd be Georgia's going to be tough, and they have a week, week, week schedule. Yep. But yeah, you guys are going to be good, and I hate that so much. I still owe Jordan dinner. He's been gone. He's been in Arkansas, and our deal was no. I have our date. Th- I have I have the the date. I was going to see if we could do it. That sounds like he wants to. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, 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 man. I don't know what date. you guys are doing outside it's this podcast. Date. I don't either. Uh, Eddie. Okay, so me and Kevin, oh my gosh, we're idiots. So it's Kevin's idea, not mine, but um, uh, what? I think it's smart, but go ahead. He says he we're says doing this together. We're making a bet. Mm-hmm. And he says that if the Bucks beat the Cowboys, I have to wear a Tom Brady jersey. Ooh. Okay. I'm not I hate Tom That'll Brady. I don't feel good. Okay. But what's the other one? He wears my Dak jersey. Yeah, so a loser just has to wear it's a jersey. It's like you guys are the two mayors of a small town in Florida and Texas. Who cares? You're going to mow each other's lawn? Yeah. You guys going to mow my dick? You're going to mow each other's lawn? Guys, I'm going to look so weird in a nobody, Tom Brady jersey. Nobody, no, you're not. Nobody it's going to feel weird. Yeah. Maybe. I'm going to hate myself. No, he's got to wear it all day, though, right? It's yes. like people are like, ooh, can you believe that bet? That mayor bet ribs. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what? He bet a bunch of ribs versus the pork from this other. Like, no, that's like no, literally nobody cares. Is this uh, a Pat's jersey or a Bucks jersey? Oh, it's Pat's jersey. Okay. He doesn't have yeah. a Bucks jersey. I don't have a Bucks jersey. <laughs> okay. Eddie, thank you for your insight. Yeah, thought. man. Stupid. <laughs> Kevin. That was it. That was, yeah, that's like, our, that's that was supposed to be mine, and he joint, just took it, by the way. in thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'd be original, Kevin. Yeah. You guys are cute. <laughs> Adam? I, I'm just petty enough to love how uh, Lovey Smith got the last laugh the other day, costing the Texans the number one overall pick in that late that touchdown. was crazy. You want to fire me? That no big my, deal. You don't that. get Bryce Young. You'd have lost that, but that's a week. That one really – seeing him get fired really hurt. That, that team's terrible. Too, I hope to – 
Texans organization is listening to this. Your team's terrible. It's not Lovey Smith's fault. It's absolutely not Lovey Lovey Smith's fault. And also, they fought for that dude. Yeah, he was. He, they did. You're right. They played. Yeah, they but played they didn't hard. win any game. You can. They play didn't win. They didn't that's win any games. And that's the way. But, like you said, that's the way the NFL is. It's but. on the coach, guys. <laughs> it, it's not. It's going. not a good roster. And he, I would, yes. I would argue that he over that he overachieved in spots with the roster that he had. He yeah. kept them in some games that I did not think they were going to be in. Come he on. didn't have the roster to compete. And I think they knew he was a one-year deal. Yeah. I think he knew he was a one-year deal later in the season that he wasn't going to be able to earn that position. Yeah. And hilarious, except I own the Colts in my terrible league and it lost me money. That's why I'm down $2,900. And Jordan picked the Colts. That $10,000 would have been. Jordan would have picked the Colts. For sure. But he thought it was funnier when I picked the Packers and lost the money. So to know that you would also lost your money is pretty yeah. good. Uh, at least I wasn't lying. I really thought I was confident that. Well, we were going to give you ten thousand dollars if you got it right. No, you don't. We, weren't we, Eddie? Yeah. Yes, man. Yeah, we, we all were. talked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Here's my final thought. I have an old Bronco. It's um seventy one, and it's awesome. And for a long time, once we got it fixed up, because it does look so cool, and we got it fixed up, we found all the old cool original parts, and um, I was like, I just want to keep this thing pure and be loyal. I hate, I hate cars. I don't, why do I care about keeping it pure? So I sent it back into the shop and I was like, change all the crap out. I don't care. Make it so easy to drive. I don't. So they're changing out some of the, the gearing, the, the, the knot, the mute, the radio. It's all going to come back and it's going to look like a Bronco, but I'm going to be able to drive it on the interstate now and go 70 without thinking I'm going to die. I think that's great. And I know some of the people, because this Bronco is really cool and there are people that just follow me to post pictures of my Bronco, which I almost never do. They're big Bronco fans. They're going to light me up and go, I can't believe you ruined a good Bronco. I can't believe you follow somebody who posts one Bronco picture a year. It's weird. Probably waiting for that one picture. And so that's what I'm doing. I don't feel bad about it. And it is what it is. And if it doesn't sell back for whatever price, that's okay. I didn't get it for any sort of investment. It's just a cool old Bronco that I'm now maybe going to be able to drive into work. Yeah, you're not buying like an old car to like, I want to feel what it feels like, like driving in the 40s. Like, no, you're driving it because it looks cool. Exactly. You like it. And who cares if you put a I'll be honest, brand new motor in that? Yeah. I, I, I new, think it's awesome that new, you're doing Yeah, that. new motor too. Full new engine. That's awesome, dude. And I'm taking it from uh, standard automatic. Uh, yeah. You don't like that? No, I do. I, I'm, I'm a standard guy. You know that. That's why. I mean, I get it. But easy to me is better. Dude, you're going to have like great AC in it. Are you doing like power everything on Oh, that? yeah, baby. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I basically I basically just put the panels on a Hyundai. <laughs> hey, hey, if you do a rear a rear camera, you've gone too far. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know the backup camera. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. Thanks to Coach Odom for coming on. Follow us at 25 Whistles. Uh, follow Jordan Davis. Official Jordan Davis? Jordan Davis official. official. And his new Officially album. Officially Jordan Davis. Uh, yeah. Bird Hunting with Blue Jays comes out in February. <laughs> What's it called? Bluebird Days. Bluebird Days. That was actually close enough. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you very much. Uh, That's it. We'll see you probably on Tuesday. I doubt we'll do a Monday show, but probably on Tuesday. And um, Jordan, special guest. See you guys then. (laughs) Uh, Go ahead and blow us. Out. I can't say that. What did you say? (laughs) What did you say? Office joke. You know what I said. I didn't hear what you said. That's what she said? Yeah. Did you say that though? I think I hope uh, maybe I, I was Mouth a little light, it. but what I wanted to say there was that's what she said. And you could have. Okay. That's what I she mean, said. I mean, you're canceled, but you could have. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here you go. All right. See you guys next time. <laughs>